Okay, let's get started with another arbitrary conversation. So today, December 12, 2020, I decided to go online and read some news about the PlayStation 5. Um, I have not really been involved in console gaming in quite some time, but I, in the past, I've always loved the PlayStation. Uh, of course, I've owned the PlayStation 1, the PlayStation 2, and pretty much stopped after that. I haven't had any experience in playing with the PlayStation 3, let alone the PlayStation 4. The PlayStation 5, unless you're willing to pay ridiculous prices, it's almost nearly impossible to get it. Of course, the reason why I'm talking about the PlayStation 5 is because everyone is excited about it. And I understand why, it just came out. Supply is really low. And you know, anyone who knows the basic fundamentals of economics knows that if demand is high and supply is low, there's a huge market incentive to try to exploit that market. And what I mean by exploit is people who buy more than what they need with the intentions of selling it at a higher price. And that's pretty much, I would like to say, online arbitrage. And that's kind of unfortunate. Um, I understand that in today's market, in any market in general, people are always looking to profit. How can I maximize profit? What are different ways to where I could utilize the resources I have to benefit from the market. Now, in the old days, before everything was pretty much an online market, if you wanted to go buy a PlayStation, you had to stand in line. Nowadays, you don't even need to stand in line. If you're somewhat good at programming, you create a bot, and their sole purpose is to go ahead and try to purchase whatever item you're trying to pick up. Of course, some stores like Walmart and Target do not necessarily put limitations on their products. So I was reading an article, and I kid you not, somebody created this online bot that was trying to do 50,000 transactions in a second, meaning 50,000 attempts to buy something in one second. Now that is just bizarre any average person out there who's just trying to go online, it takes more than a second to load up your web browser, let alone you have to type in all that information, your name, your address, your credit card number. By the time you're done putting that in, of course, whatever you're trying to buy is gonna get sold out. Now, the reason why I talk about the PlayStation 5 is because everybody wants it. And I understand why you would want it, because if you love the PlayStation 5, you want to get your hands on it. But what I'm trying to talk about is something that I believe a lot of people should kind of learn to apply this whole state of mind. It's something called delayed gratification. And delayed gratification in its most simplest example would be the marshmallow test. Now, the marshmallow test, for those of you who aren't aware of it, is a simple test that was done a long time ago 
with children to where they would offer a child a marshmallow up front, or if they waited, they had they were offered more than one marshmallow. Now, if everyone decided to, hey, let me just go ahead and wait for the PlayStation 5. Let me wait to where it's the the demand meets the supply. So there's not this gap in the market. There's gap in the market to where people could benefit from it by buying a product for 500 bucks and trying to sell it on, on eBay for a thousand bucks. Now, for those of you, though, for those people who can't wait and who are willing to pay twice as much for what the actual product is selling for originally on the market, I mean, by all means, if if the return you get out of purchasing that PlayStation is greater in terms of the gratification you get from the product, if, if you have a high enough price tag to where you look at the PlayStation 5, for instance, and you're saying, you know what, the PlayStation 5 is worth $1,500 to me, and you buy it for 1000 bucks. Well, you were willing to pay fifteen hundred bucks for it, so you're like, okay, I saved five hundred bucks because I was willing to buy it for fifteen hundred dollars. Now, for those of you who are kind of indifferent, and you wait and you wait until supply meets the demand, then all of a sudden you find yourself, hey, I waited. I know I didn't buy it the first couple of months it came out, but I waited six months. Man, I mean, now there's PlayStation, PlayStation 5s are a dime a dozen. I could actually buy two for what they were trying to get six months back when it first came out. I could buy one for me, my friend, or a family member. I mean, there are benefits to actually waiting for things. And unfortunately, since we live in a consumer society, the idea of waiting for something is intolerable. And... It's really unfortunate. Um, it really is. And when we have, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 60% of the U.S. population does not have $1,000 in their bank account for an emergency, that's something to kind of stop and think about. It's not that people aren't making enough money, I would say. And most of you would argue saying that, hey, not everyone is born into the same thing. And I understand not everyone is born in equal circumstances. You have people who are born into a family that has more than what they need. And you have people who are born into the family to where they were struggling from the start. They were in a negative from the start. But what I'm trying to say is when these when this negative state of mind is passed down from one generation to another, to where you're like, the idea of waiting is intolerable, you're going to be taken advantage of. Now, the thing that I was brought up to ask myself, is what my dad taught me, is how desperate are you? The more desperate you are, the more, the more crap you're willing to take. For example, the housing market, and I know I'm going off on a tangent, Right now, the, amount, the supply of housing is low. Interest rates are low. That means more people can afford it, which is great. It's great because people who are in the housing market in terms of business, they're benefiting from it. But let's say, 
let's just say to where we all decided not to rush out there and say, hey, let me go ahead and spend more than what I think this property is worth and let me suffer in the long run for it because I couldn't wait. I allowed my emotions to get to me and now I am stuck on this 30-year contract and let's not hope that the housing market tanks because if it tanks, you're upside down. And you ask yourself, if the house happens to be upside down, do you still want that house? Do you still want that house? If the answer is yes, it's still a great buy. If it's no, you should have never bought it to begin with. But people get this thing in their mind saying, if I don't buy one now, I'll never get one. Of course you will. I mean, there's this business, believe it or not, where people actually go out, they buy land, and they actually build homes. So as long as that business exists, exists new homes are going to be built. Now, the biggest thing you got to ask yourself is whether I'm buying a PlayStation 5 or whether I'm buying a house, am I buying it because I really want it? Or am I buying it just to keep up with other people in terms of what's going on? Okay, Billy bought a PlayStation 5. My friend has a PlayStation 5. I need to get a PlayStation 5. Or can I wait to where, hey, you know what? Let me go ahead and let me take care of things that are more financially important versus let me go and buy stuff I want versus let me go ahead and do things financially that I need to do. Like I said, the whole premise of this podcast is to talk about the lack of delayed gratification there is in America, in, in, in the United States. And this is just my personal opinion based on what I've been reading online based on the people I interact with, unfortunately. And it's just, we all need to sit down and we need, to, we need to ask ourselves, how desperate are we? How desperate are we to want to buy a house? And we're willing to spend 20, 30, 40, 50, $60,000 above the asking price. Or we're willing to spend 200% on a game console because I don't want to wait a couple more months. A lot of times, instead of thinking logically, we let our emotions get to us. And in order for us to stop the financial suffering that's going on today or to reduce it, we need to just learn to stop reacting on our emotions and to apply logic in our everyday decisions. Now, I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Like I said, this is just, I would say, kind of like an example of how each of my podcasts are going to be. As time passes, they're going to evolve. And they're going to get better. Because with experience, things get better. And of course, you know, I have the drive to where when I do things, I try to do it better. So I hope you 
enjoyed today's arbitrary conversation. And like I said, in my previous podcast, I hope you can join me again with another arbitrary conversation. Thank you. Thank you.